0: Podcast like a motherfucker.
1: In third place with 107 points and... Playing with the Vampire Covenant is Mas (laughs) Ingvar. In second place with 108 points playing with the Highborn Elves, Jacob Nugren. Put in some effects here, yeah, like yeah, cheering. Yeah. <laughs> and in first place, with 108 points, three scenarios, and two fair play, it's Henry Millay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, welcome to Amazon Podcast episode number—I think it's 14.
0: I love it got 14 already. I, yeah, think, uh, it's yeah. going nicely. Yeah. I think
1: 20 is going to be the, the benchmark, yeah. like 20 episodes. So yeah, from that little escapade, you can tell that we had a tournament at the weekend, a very successful tournament. I
0: might have come in first place. Hashtag champion of Denmark, yeah. number one. And it's actually a giant fanatic. It's the biggest tournament in Denmark. And I think it's the biggest singles tournament in Scandinavia as well. Yeah, with so uh, over a hundred participants, Scandinavian and, uh, yeah. number one oh, yeah. right here, yeah. <laughs> and the owner did very well as well. You came ninth place. Came in ninth place, and I got best in race uh, for the second time. The uh, first time was at the the ETC qualifier for yeah, for congratulations. Thank you very much, and uh, that was actually my my aim for the tournament. Uh, I was going for the best in race. Uh, so I'm quite happy about it.
1: Yeah, I was also going for the best in race, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just uh, took it all the way.
1: And we also we should also say that we won uh the top team as well. Yeah. So Christopher, Jonas and
0: I, we were team amateur and we, we won the overall team as well. Yeah. With right. an average of uh, uh ninety three points, I think that, was yeah, I think average. the maximum is hundred and forty, right?
1: Yeah. Hundred yeah. eight. I did really well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you did really <laughs> nice, uh yeah. Especially uh, when you only got a painting score of 10, yeah, 10 out, out of 20.
1: I think that was because of my uh, white lines, hashtag forest
0: rangers. Uh, I think your, your army is, is, it looks good, yeah. but uh, but, it can, but it could always use yeah. another layer. That's always use is. another highlight, right? So yeah,
1: today we're going to talk about um, Giant mm-hmm. Fnatic and our lists and also our
0: games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also going to have a little bit of news. Actually, uh, I think um, something... Uh, Quite, uh, I, th- I think something happened that you guys should should know about, because when Giant Fanatic uh, eighteen was uh, originally designed, it was designed uh, uh, so that uh age of Sigma would be the big tournament uh, oh, yeah. at the t- at, uh, Giant Fanatic, and the eighth of, and uh, the ninth age was going to be the smaller event with about uh, thirty people. Uh, but then uh, the the community really really rallied <laughs> we behind it. The- yeah, exactly, and and uh, And we and we pushed it, and they just couldn't get any age of sigma players it was three people signed up, yeah, something like that, so they so they kind of made the ninth age the big event, and of course the ninth the ninth age uh, community really yeah. supports one hundred and four tickets were sold, yeah, I think that's one hundred and four that's a lot of for a small country yeah. like denmark and and like we only had one foreigner I love it. And that was uh, Henry, and he, of course, he swept <laughs> in and took the first place as the foreign player that he is. But uh, okay,
1: beat all the Danes out. Ah,
0: uh, oh, man, getting beat in my own house. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, yeah, we should also say about the tournament the scenarios. Yeah. So the tournament was really heavily based on the scenario, and there was some scenarios that were they
0: were all pre pre made, right? Yeah. Well, the first one was b- the banners capture the flag out yeah. of the rule book. And let's just uh, let let's just uh, say from the beginning that. Um, that scenario points in this at this tournament was five points instead of the normal three points, yeah, so and I think really that, that uh, changes a lot about the dynamics because, like, you can you can beat your opponents, uh, and if it's only three points, and you can like okay, you can have the three points. I'm still winning. I'm still, I'm still killing your army. Yeah, yeah, I'm still still winning a bit, but but with uh, five points, I think that's a bigger swing. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people's lists were built around
1: getting the scenario, yeah. and also denying it to your opponent. And yeah, I mean, I had four scoring units yeah. just for that reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was obviously some other scenarios as well. So there was one scenario which was a mosh pit scenario, yeah. where you have to hold. It's like hold the ground, but instead of winning the objective at
0: the end, you get one point every turn you hold the objective. Yeah, in the so middle. It's pretty much a king of the hill kind of setup. Yeah, and uh, if you have if you have the hill uh, with more scoring units than your opponent, you're getting a point each at the end of each. Player turn? Yeah, I think so. Uh, no,
1: I game remember. turn? Game I, think versus, was, I think player, player turn. turn
0: yeah. Yeah. so you kind of add up throughout the game, and I, yeah. and I and I like that scenario because it kind
1: of forced for everybody. <laughs> yeah, good it's for the the <laughs> good for the
0: good for the with the pay pendulum, <laughs> yeah. but also it kind of forces you to move out to the map yeah. early. Uh, I think some of the other scenarios uh, that we'll kind of get into later kind of. Uh, it didn 't force people out on onto the map. you could just stand back and yeah. make making sure that your opponent didn 't score the objective yeah. uh, through the game and likell well, we'll, we'll come around to so it.
1: yeah, what we think we'll do is we 'll talk about the scenario when we when we get to the game, yeah so yeah, um I just would like to say a few things about the tournament itself, yeah, um, I thought it was a really, really good tournament, hmm. and I thought everyone I played was super nice i didn 't have one bad game. I hmm. thought everyone was really really cool and chill. I think the ninth age kind of vibe is really good. Hmm uh i've done about you but i thought everyone everyone was really super opponent i yeah. I would love to play all, all of them again
0: i gotta say i had uh i had two games uh against uh some of the old etc danish guys uh, <laughs> and they were kind of a bit a bit um intense about it okay uh, but then i had uh, three other per- really cool games yeah. uh, actually my last game was against the guy who won the fair play prize and he was really uh very enjoyable to play against and he's invited us to a a tournament in uh, in the spring okay and we will we'll see to it uh, when it comes up it's like uh, I don't know man In in mm-hmm. uh, March March or April or something like that yeah uh, cool that's really yeah we'll about, definitely definitely go
1: to that one um, yeah I thought the the painting was the painting was obviously a bit of a contention with us because um, we were a little bit worried about my my white lines slash forest rangers mm-hmm. and uh, rightly so because the painting was obviously the Thomas who ran the tournament. He's a really good painter, and uh, this was obviously something that he wanted to emphasise was part of the hobby. Mm. And um, there was some incidents at the tournament where there was like a like a unit filler that wasn't a very good unit filler, yeah. and the like a unit of ten archers was reduced to a unit of nine archers, and yeah. that was a
0: bit that was not so good. Actually, but... that was, I think it was like fifteen seven shots. That was like. Banned from the tournament because they they wasn't well enough the the unit for the 15 uh, Savage Hawks wasn't good enough, so They get banned and I think 15 Savage Hawks. That's a lot of points And that's a lot that's a unit that just doesn't do what it's supposed to do anymore So I I think I think the rules maybe should have been a little
1: bit clearer I mean I was looking at it and it didn't really it just said it just said that I would get hit on painting if Mm -hmm. the models weren't correct And that's what happened to me but I think some other people maybe got some worse experiences. So that wasn't so good, but apart from that, I thought it was a really, really, really good tournament, and, yeah. and Thomas did a great job considering the amount of work that it takes to organise a 100-person event. Yeah, yeah. So really, really well done to Thomas, and thank you for, for giving us that. Yeah. So yeah, before we get into our games, we have a little bit of news and rumours. Um, on the 25th of October is version 1.2, mm-hmm. and that's going to be like a new rule set.
0: Have have we, you, have looking, you, at, I haven't been looking have at it. Have you looked
1: at all at what's no. been said? So, they've said something like, there's going to be a different distinction between Lords, Heroes, Core, Special, and Rare. So there's going to be some kind of new way that, that okay. they're dividing the armies. I mean, I have oh. no idea what it could be. Like Some people have said it's going to be similar to 40k, like heavy support, light support, fast attack, mm. that kind of thing. I have no idea how the 40k system works, but...
0: Yeah, but they they changed it as well in the 40k. Uh, Games Workshop changed it like a year or two ago okay. into something uh, with like the battle scrolls set up uh, okay. where now you have to take battle scrolls as well in yeah. in, in the 40k and I think that kind of I talked to one of my old friends who used to play 40k and he says it just it's not the same anymore yeah. it just doesn't work well well I'm apprehensive well, about
1: the ninth phase system i think i think it will be tested vigorously yeah. and rigorously and I, I don't think anyone should worry too much about how it's going to play out because you'll get used to it and it, and it will be fine because they've these guys have been balancing games for a, this game for a long time
0: yeah and it's in, and you have to remember that the 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 1.2 is really a, a test it's a beta for the for the 2.0 and the 2, 2.0 will be coming out in uh spring after something? ETC next year. After ETC next year. Okay. Yeah. So we'll have some time to to kind of test things and and yeah. like always uh, give a lot of feedback and and of course as always they'll actually listen <laughs> to our feedback like yeah. not like back in the days and uh, so I think uh, if I'm excited to see what they what yeah, they're trying sure. out uh, I think it's important to try some new stuff out yeah, so we don't just... minded about it right yeah and just just don't just copy the eighth edition eighth edition was a nice edition but I think it has some problems and I think it's important to try some other stuff out to see how it how it works out to get an even better system
1: yeah for sure um, So yeah like we said the version 2 is coming out after ETC mm-hmm. and from what I can tell that's going to be more stable edition. And which might be around for a long time. So we're we're kind of halfway through the process now.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm really excited to get like a stable edition, even though it was gonna be in like a year's time. I'm excited to finally get like a,
0: a hard stable
1: edition that we're gonna be playing for a long time.
0: And I think uh, I do think that the the version uh one point one point one, 1 yeah, something on one point zero one or something. The version we're on right now, I I think it's been playing for like three, four months or yeah, something like that. I think that. it's really good. Yeah, I think it's a good version. Uh uh, there is some small balance issues with Fledulence for instance. Uh, <laughs> even though I don't think they're that that bad. I was playing the Empire in one of the, my games at the tournament and my opponent actually pulled out a fair point that the two buff wagons that you have in your back to support the Fledulence units, it's kind of like having one one uh, pendulum point wise. It's like having one pendulum in each of the units. Yeah. So I think <laughs> he's using a lot of points in support units that's to these two blocks of fl- of so so I don't think flagellants are that's badly balanced, but but uh, <laughs> well, I think they need a little bit of tw- yeah. twitching. But
1: hopefully, like. hopefully that will that will be resolved when the new books come out. Yeah, sure. for sure, no problem. Yeah, um, some other news and rumors. Um, I'm going to England on the twelfth of November. Yeah, going to go to Jack Austin's tournament. It's something about a pork chop. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Something about porking, I, I don't know, <laughs> that's what it's called. I think it's called the Pork chop or something like that. Yeah. There was some, some banter thrown around about spit roasters and, yeah. Uh, Tommy Tucker's grudging me in the first round. Yeah, nice. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. I'm going to rape your ass Tommy Tucker.
0: <laughs> so, now you're going to invade uh, England as well? Yeah, uh, I'm going to
1: I now conquer Denmark. I'm coming back to the home country. <laughs> going to conquer that one as well. Yeah no i don't think i don't think i'm gonna win that one i'm gonna probably gonna bring my vampire accounts or
0: mm.
1: maybe the warriors
0: if i haven't got them painted mm. just for something new you should be able to get the vampire accounts uh, up and running don't yeah, you
1: think Yeah, i don't know i don't want to tell tommy uh, Tucker what i'm running but oh, i have a okay. lot of models to paint yeah so yeah take, take that from take that uh as a little bit of a tip yeah. or maybe maybe it's not a tip maybe i'm just trying to to some, it out, yeah. yeah, just do think, think, make you think. I'm playing with loads of models, and then actually, I'm playing with two <laughs> models or three Reverse models. Rumours, psychology. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, a... Or maybe I'm just saying this so you think. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, the other news and rumours. Um, it's more news than rumours. Uh, the Danish etc team is looking for players. Hmm. Uh, I got a, a message yesterday from Rasmus. I assume he's the captain now. Uh, we had Rasmus on the show before. Hmm. He won Amahammer yep. with
0: uh, the underground ambush list. I think he did really well actually. On uh, He, he uh, came uh, in. Actually, he didn't won the, win the tournament. It was actually a demon player who won Oh, yeah, Mas yeah, won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rasmus mean, yeah. won the last game. Yeah, but we never could get an interview with him. No, no we didn't get a chance.
1: But Rasmus came 7th in Giant Fanatic. So, yeah, he's a really good player. Yes. And he's looking for guys who want to be on the Danish ETC team. Hmm. And if you want to get on the Danish ETC team, you should contact Rasmus. On PowerFist, I will put a link in the show notes for you guys who are interested, so you can find the relevant uh, sub forum, uh, or if maybe you can probably find him on Facebook. I'm sure he'll answer answer questions.
0: So yeah, uh, Danish ETC team wants some players. Yeah, and uh, definitely Danish ETC team has has a long tradition of getting uh, good results. Uh, they've they've won uh, ETC, uh, I think two or three times or something like that. So it's definitely. Uh, so it's definitely a team that's, that's showing up for tournaments. and, and Yeah, they beat well. us, didn't they, at the ETC warm-up? Yeah, no, did, I think we won. Did we, we win? Yeah, I think uh, in the end... Of the team. Am- right? Christopher, did Team Amatime beat the Danish ETC team? I think we got just no. one spot over them, didn't we? No, we finished over all those big ones. No, when okay. we played them, though. I, don't I think, think we won. Yeah, I think we won. Yeah, 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 I won against. Yeah, I 20 nil told. <laughs> yeah, I 20 nil my opponents as well. I think I lost <laughs> he, was, it. he was screaming the pig the guy, he was just doing work against the ogres, <laughs> <laughs> like one-shotting the lords and stuff like that.
1: I just rushed the Empire gun line, and my lord didn't die to the cannons, and then it all crumbled for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah, Christopher, the Danish ETC team are looking for players if you're interested. It's a lot of if it's in, If it's in
0: Athens again, I would
1: consider it, because Athens is such a nice venue. I think it's in Italy. It's also worth considering. Yeah. It. I'm yeah. not
0: sure. Yeah. But not
1: sure. yeah if, if you're interested in getting on the Danish ETC team, you can either drop me a line, and I can put you in contact with Rasmus, or you can get him on the link in the show notes. So I think we're going to take a quick break now before we start, and we're going to get some dinner, and then we're going to go through the tournament. Amazon podcast. So Jonas and I uh, we're joined with Christopher, who's painting in the kitchen.
0: Hello. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, we're going to talk about our lists first, mm-hmm. and then we're going to go through quickly through our games and um, the matchups and what we thought about that. Yeah. So firstly, the winning list. Yeah, <laughs> the winning list. So we, you're was... really going to rub this all, all over my face here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I'm not not only am I rubbing it over your face, I'm rubbing it over Denmark's face. Ah oh, man, you <laughs> got an English guy that will come in. Won the yeah. biggest tournament in Denmark. Give me, come on, you got to give me a little bit of. No, no, give me no, I a little bit. Uh, I think you did well. Uh. I'm probably I'm never going to win this tournament again in my life. So, mm-hmm. got to give me my moment in the sun, right?
0: Yeah, I think you. I think you played well, okay, and, so... and you have got easy opponents. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I'm just saying your opponents were really bad yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways that, yeah, let's hear the, the, the list, winning
1: list the, the winning list was written in my phone as shadow list number two so shadow list number two so the general is a forest prince with he's, he's a hunter on an elk I think it's called an elk yeah it's an elk great elk he's got a blessed sword elven cloak light armour potion of strength fire blight pendant helm of the wild hunt a shield and he's got silver blaze, just because I had 5 points left.
0: Hmm. Um, Does that actually do anything when you're uh, having a magical weapon? The rule is that, no it doesn't. <laughs> I, okay, so uh, it doesn't even give you
1: initiative? No, no? It, doesn't, it doesn't do anything, it's just... Okay. Uh, I had 395 points, yeah. or not, 2395 points, mm. and I needed to put 5 points somewhere, and it was yeah. either give him a bow, or give him silver and blades. So I give him silver and blades because it's
0: closed list, and yeah. then I can say silver and blades. Yeah. And then people don't see the blessed sword. And if he gets uh, his other sword destroyed, yeah. have he has another one. Yeah. I think it's okay. If you have an extra five points. Yeah, and it's five points that my opponent gets if I
1: don't pay, uh-huh. if I don't pay it.
0: So. Might as well take a sink it somewhere.
1: And this guy is good because the helm of the hunt is not the not the most viable build. I think the blessed what's it called the bluffer's helm is better, mm-hmm. but. It's so situational that it's really, 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 really good. you can have you get seven attacks on the charge, mm-hmm. so four base, five for frenzy, six for devastating charge, and seven for the helm of the hunt mm-hmm. so having seven attacks on the charge is is fantastic, and the helm of the hunt also gives an extra armor save mm-hmm. uh, armor save and weapon skill when you charge yeah so the extra weapon skill making weapon skill eight mm-hmm. allows you to hit characters like vampires. Hashtag game two did not work. <laughs> uh Chaos not Chaos Lords we got eight, but then you get hit on a four plus. Mm. And then Elf Lords and Dwarf Lords, game
0: five.
1: Yeah. The really hitting on a two plus really helps him.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and then you have the the potion strength. So mm. he's pretty
0: much just gonna go in and kill things on only one turn. And and it's a character. What's he designed to do? I think it's designed to duel other characters, right? Yeah, he's
1: designed to kill other characters mm. and also hold up great weapon infantry. Okay. Because the the blight pendant is an item that doesn't give you any so no strength bonuses for mundane or magical weapons. Mm. So he if he if he's going in there, he can fight the chaos law with a great weapon. Mm. He can fight any anything that has a great weapon. He can fight it because mm. his toughness five.
0: <laughs> and <clears throat> excuse me. He toughness can, five. From, yeah, from the elk. The oh, it's elk. Toughness five. The elk stuff. gives him toughness five. I mean, like, like the, uh, like the red thing in, yeah. in, in old Skaven. Uh, toughness five. That's just nice on yeah. your general. Especially an elf. Yeah. So yeah. A um, uh, toughness four should do it.
1: Yeah, I think it should I be. It should be toughness four. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another thing. And then he can also fight the great weapon infantry. So like mm. warriors of chaos with great weapons. Mm. I can just run in and stand there and. All day long, and he's not going to kill me because he's winning
0: me on fives. So as, I'm thinking if you could do the the other helm, the the L- reroll, yeah, the helm, helm, yeah, and you still could do the fireblade pendulum. Yeah, I yeah think that's can, really strong. You
1: can fit it all in, but I chose this one because okay. I get the extra weapon skill, and extra attack, and yeah. I think that's better in in the meta at the moment because yeah. of all the big gribblies going around. The yeah. weapon skill seven. Okay. So yeah, he he was pretty good. Um, the only thing he can't do is. Go in and take a challenge from a champion, because if he goes in and takes a challenge from a champion, next time he's only weapon score five, not weapon score five. he's weapon score seven, but he's only got five attacks next mm. time. So you have to be careful not to charge him in when there's a champion that's just going to challenge him out, mm. because if he challenges him out, then he loses two attacks mm. and maybe three attacks if he if he actually loses combat from frenzy. Yeah. So so he's good on the charge and
0: otherwise he, he's not so much yeah but I guess it's good when because I, right now I think in the meter there is a lot of single characters we are seeing a lot of uh, of chariot characters uh, kind of roaming exactly. around so we exactly. have, I've, we've seen the re-entering of uh, dragons uh, like I was playing a dragon uh, yeah. Empire uh, list Listed. it was like oh, what's the dragon doing here but yeah, yeah. It, it, it did nice thing can, can kill you dragons. Get all the buff wagons so yeah. uh, that's that's on their own as well I think uh, as long as you can duel really well, I think your character yeah. uh, is, is in a nice spot. Yeah, because he has 7 attacks and
1: strength 6, so he wounds on a 4+, and mm. he has Blessed Sword, so re-roll. Mm. And obviously the Blessed Sword also gives Divine attacks, so re-roll the ward save. Ah, I think that's...
0: It's quite, it's quite a nice setup, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think seen, it's, I just, his face I like, is like, yeah, what?!
0: <laughs> yeah, I think really that's a nice sword. Uh, the Blessed Sword, I've never really looked at it. Yeah, uh, it was
1: actually Oliver's idea. I will give him some credit for this. Yeah. Um, so yeah thanks for Oliver. He did have obsidian blade before, but I think blister Sword's better, yeah so yeah, that's the Stagguy. guy um the chieftain, the standard chieftain build, I think I feel at least mm. the b s b with forest guardian, hardened shield, light armor, sacred spear of Karon, and the war banner mm. so this gives you plus two to your combat res, which is really nice, and then he obviously gives distracting to the unit as long as he strikes first and kills something, and he's got a two plus save. so. Yeah, and he's just doing really well yeah he's he's the workhorse of the whole army like he's so good it just makes makes that one core block or special block just amazing having distracting just kind of takes away your weakness as an elf mm. like if you can't get hit then it doesn't matter
0: yeah and you have, have the high weapon skill, skill you have the high weapon skill already yeah and you're <laughs> combining it with you're comboing with the with shadow as well yeah uh, so you can like, mind, uh, you can my stuff and yeah, make it. Yeah,
1: amazing.
0: Like if you can lower three uh, weapon skill three to two to two, yeah. uh, and then afterwards having distracting only hitting you on sixes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So that, just... that's kind of the crux of the of the combat
1: list. Mm. Is is like the two two wizards on level two, one with an extra spell and then one with the bow whisker, and oh. then, sorry, extra spell and bow whisker and the other one with the dispel scroll. Mm. So the whisker bow was okay. It rolled pretty average i think the highest roll was nine the lowest roll was three or something Mm. so it was okay um extra poison shots is always nice Mm. and he goes in the poison scouts usually sit well both wizards usually sit in the back Mm. in one of the sentinel units um in core i have nine dryads um they're pr- with Skirmish, they're, they're like a, just another chaff unit really, and they're quite good for killing Chariots. Mm-hmm. Like a Chariot will charge in with strength 5, and it only wounds on 3+. Mm-hmm. And so long as they don't roll a 5 or a 6 and impact it, I'm probably, the Dryads are going to smash the Chariot because they're strength 4. Mm-hmm. So I only wound, I have lots of attacks, and I wound on a 5, mm-hmm. and I have a 5 plus ward save. So it's actually not very likely that you're going to break a unit of Dryads on the charge with a Chariot. Mm-hmm. So they're there to to counteract chariots, because I think we see a lot of them, at least, at least yeah, yeah. in Definitely. our meta. And the huntsmen are kind of weak against chariots. So if there's a huntsman unit facing off of a chariot, you don't want to move them up, because if you get charged by the chariot, they're fucked, because mm. they, they they require hitting first. Yeah. So I can, push a, I can push a chariot away with a unit of dryads, but usually people don't realise and they just charge me anyway. Mm. <laughs> uh, two units of silver elf archers with black arrows... Banner and Musician for the scoring unit and one of them with Relentless Company and that's just to sneakily steal the scenario if I yeah. if, if people aren't seeing it yeah. I can just say, okay, I can triple march so people might not realise that I'm, I can get the scenario because mm-hmm. you can be like 21 inches away from the counter and that's pretty far and only I can march 15 yeah. so I can get a scenario really easy and as we said before the tournament is focused on the scenario so being able to do that
0: is really important, and yeah, yeah and you, and you don't to... need your veteran standard anywhere else, do you? No, not no. really. Not in the, not in the block with your PSP, and no. No, with well, the
1: blockers in special.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So the Heath Riders five. Um, there's just another scoring unit. I changed the fast cap for Elven cloaks and the longbow for a shield. Uh, they have a full command. Mm. So just a. Just another scoring unit and a 3 percent scoring unit. That's mm. also really fast. Mm. Most games, these hid behind the hill and and waited until I needed to claim the objective. Yeah. and I did that with with them like four times out of
0: five. Yeah, and 100, 130 points. That's yeah. dirt cheap as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, in special, two units of play dancers. This is these are just
0: the best unit in the game. Yeah, they're so good. They, they're amazing. They just do everything. I think it's especially because they're skirmish, as a as a Vermin Swarm player I always find it very hard to do anything about them because they're yeah. skirmish and I, and they're pretty resistant to magic missiles. Yeah, they have
1: magic S1 and ward save, so yeah. 5 so plus ward 5
0: plus it's okay, so you can and if only one guy lives, and when he goes in and he dances the 3 plus ward save, and you probably, as a Vermin Swarm player, you're probably not hitting him, of, uh, sometimes you're only city. hitting him with 5s depending yeah. on what you're Absolutely. going into. And, uh, I, th- I just always find it very hard to, to do anything about this particular chaff unit. A yeah. lot of the other stuff, I am, I'm well equipped against the chariots stuff and all that. But like the ward answers and, and similar units, it's just really hard. Yeah,
1: and I, think, I really think the special is like the main focus of this list. Like mm. All the work courses are in special. Um, the next unit is 25 forest rangers with elven cloaks and amaryll's banner. So that's twenty attacks, and when you charge in, because mm. they got th- they're fighting three ranks, yep. and they're five, and obviously the BSP is going in here. Yep. So they also they usually have distracting. Um, yeah, this unit is just fantastic. They they either push pushing people off objectives, taking out death stars, everything. I mean, yep. one game as you'll hear soon, they took out two death stars. Mm. In, in one go i mean they were pretty depleted and with the second one i had to do a combo combo charge with everything else but yeah they're doing the work to the forest rangers they're fantastic yeah web school 5 bodyguard immune psychology yeah so good then the the two the two units that did probably the most out of everything all tournament are the wild huntsmen.
0: and so we are back to the wild huntsman <laughs> and uh what what they were called, what are they called in 8th? Wild Riders. Wild Riders. I just hate Wild Riders. <laughs> the amount of times I've lost games against Wild Riders, I just I just can't count it on one hand. I hate those guys. Um, and and it seems like they're really getting back into the meta again. And yeah, for sure. I really hate that shit. But, so,
1: but I, I run them with paired weapons, and a lot of people don't like them with paired weapons, because they're, they're kind of... The silver elves are lacking strength 5 and 6, mm. But I I think they're so much better with paired weapons because the initiative six is amazing. It helps you in the elf matchup. It helps you against any. It like, helps you against Skaven. It helps you in so many different levels. And when you combine it with the shadow, it just it just works. It's so good. And uh, one of the units had a flaming banner and a champion. Just yeah. because I can put the. I can put the Forest Prince in there with the Champion, yeah. and he can take challenges. And the Flaming Banner obviously gives me something against the uh, Regen monsters and stuff. Yeah, hell uh, Help Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and, do, in... and do you have the the Great Weapon, uh, Forest Rangers? Yeah, for Five. Yeah, so you don't need uh, any more yeah. Strength Five, I guess. And,
1: and as we'll get to in a second, um, the extra attack is really good with Shadow, mm. because you have all the spells that kind of synergize with it. Mm. In in Rare, I have two units of Sentinels. Well, both are four form points. Uh, one of them has scouts and paired weapons, mm. and again, this synergizes with the shadow laws. I'm just going to I'm going to talk about in a second. Um, the scouts are so good because with scout you can you can say you can pretty much park yourself in front of a monster. You don't have to put them down before, and you can be they can be where you want them to be on the board. I think the scout is really good with them. If mm. if I could have it on both units, I would. Mm. So yeah, that's the that's the list. Um, just a few things about the list, like like I said, the mages go with the sentinels that aren't scouting mm-hmm. so I get the 8 plus 2d6 shots mm-hmm. with poison, so that's quite nice because usually when you're shooting with poison you're, you're going to shoot the same target and you, you want to shoot as many shots as you can at the same target so yeah. if the wizard's in the poison shots then you know you're, the, the,
0: you're going to have a good target for them and you'll probably do like a, a 2.5 uh, poison wounds each each time you shoot like if you get eight from the unit seven from the guy yeah so that's 15 poison and that's that's decent. And if you're on sheep dice, you get four or five. Yeah. <laughs> the sheep
1: dice. Sheep dice. The sheep dice are so good. <laughs> Actually, well, I, mine are quite average. Christopher's, Christopher's are really broken apparently.
0: Mine are saving everything.
1: <laughs> and the failing leadership test. <laughs> failing leadership
0: test left and right. Doesn't matter how many rerolls or high high leadership I get,
1: it's just, they run off. <laughs> <laughs> I think mine were mine were up and down, but they were rolling poisons quite well at times. Yeah. Sometimes they just weren't.
0: Um, That's kind of your, your staple mark, Henry yeah. Miller play, like holding a uh, five point, uh, shooting five poison arrows, getting four poison hits or something yeah, like that. That's
1: also your uh, signature play. I haven't had a catapult in a game that survived to turn two yet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we like the poison. Am yeah, the time? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm completely done using war machines. <laughs> everyone, everyone has scouting poisons. So what yeah. does it even matter? <laughs> Yeah, the the way that the shadow synergizes with the list is quite important. Um, like as Jonas was hinting to before, if you can if you can get them down to weapon skill two, most of my combat units are weapon skill five. The only ones that aren't are the sentinels, which usually don't get into combat with the pad weapons, but they're initiative six, hmm. so that's fine. And the Heath riders, they're there for scoring, as are the archers. So they're the units that aren't getting in combat, but the rest of them, the blade dancers, the rangers, the huntsmen. They're all webscore 5, mm. so to get someone to webscore 2, that's not unrealistic with two Miasmas. Mm. There was one get the last game, I played against uh, Infernal Dwarves, and um, I got one of his units down to weapon, from Webscore weapon 5 to webscore 2, mm. and that made me, him hit me on fives, and that just, it didn't win me the game, but it gave me another turn, mm. as we'll get to. Um, but yeah, like the Miasma is so good, and also to be able to reduce people's initiative as well is really important. Obviously the Spear of Kaderon, um, that requires striking first and then getting distracting. So if I can strike first, it's really important against the guys that are weapons of seven that can either come in and kill me mm. or that strike first and hurt my unit before the distracting's up. Mm. So being able to do that's really important. Um, having the negative toughness. Is good against the monsters because that's kind of what Sylvanov struggle with most. Yeah. Is the big monsters with good armor saves. Yeah. So being able to reduce the toughness of something allows me to shoot it. So one game I played against ogres and he had a frost mammoth and I'm sure you can guess what happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and similarly against a vampire matchup with terraguys and things like that. So I have I have the poison so I can I can kill these monsters with no armor. And then the ones with, which have armor, you just have to make them save. So the more saves that you get to,
0: the more wounds it takes. So if you can reduce the toughness, that's obviously good. Yeah, especially if you're shooting uh, armor-piercing shots when, with your black arrows, yeah, or exactly. if you're getting plus one strength, uh, if you're getting strength four shots, and you're reducing by d3 toughness, yeah. suddenly you'll do a lot of da- lot yeah, more damage. Exactly. And, and you can always use the miasma on uh, opponents shooting units as well, so it's yeah. kind of uh, make sure that you win the, the shootout no matter what.
1: Yeah, and uh, miasma in people's movement is mm. really yep.
0: good as well um i did that a few games to stop
1: people getting objectives yeah. and also a ballistic skill because when you play a shooting matchup if you can reduce the ballistic skill of a unit that means that you're taking less damage yeah. and anything that gives the silver elves the ability to take less damage is is good because we have no, no armor and we're toughness free yeah. and my army the highest toughness is toughness five on the on the lord and then everything else is three or four yeah. um, finally my uh, mine raiser obviously mine raiser wins games yeah um <laughs> and all my units benefit from mine raiser, every single one mm. whether it's the sylvan sentinels with ped weapons striking at initiative 6 with plus 1 to hit mm. and combining that with miasma so i can essentially in in like always hit on a 2 plus and my and then cast mine razor and they wound automatically same with the huntsmen they have four attacks each from the riders when they charge and two from the mounts mm. so that's 30 attacks that wound automatically if if i want to if I can cast this spell, yeah, and with armor piercing one as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, they already have armor piercing and strength four. Also the mounts. Yeah, no, well, the mounts get an extra yeah. armor piercing, so all my all my units can benefit from that spell, and yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, the pit I didn't really use that much. No, the nah. devouring darkness. I used it once and forgot that it did multiple wounds. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the movement one I never used, and
0: the, the orb. orb the orb I took once but never used it. I actually used the, uh, I, I ran Shadow as well with, um, with my worm swarm Army, and I used the uh, the movement thing to kind of move over one of my opponent's chaff units to <laughs> score an objective. That's cool, that's uh, nice. Like, think maybe that's, maybe that's... you want to talk about your list? Are you done with yours? Yeah, I'm completely finished now. Yeah, I can, uh, I can run you through my... Yours um, is just
1: just uh, getting this battle scribe out. <laughs> yeah. If you if you guys
0: haven't got battle scribe, I thoroughly recommend it. It's a fantastic app. Yeah, especially if you're going tournament plays, because it's so easy to structure your uh, yeah. your list, so your opponent has an easy time uh, reading it. I think that's just fair playing. Well, uh, first of all, I have in my lord, I have uh, a magister uh, with a dispel scroll and a ring of fire. He's running uh, two dark shards. And uh, he's a level four in shadow. Uh, Shards is, is some people like it, some people some people don't. I'm running it because it can mean a huge difference if you're trying to get that Mind race off. That's going to save your. That's going to win you the the, the game. It's just always nice to have the op- option of giving minus D3 to your po- opponent's D spell what, what's check. What's
1: the negative side of a dark You uh, a your risk
0: you risk taking Moonton and it's 20 points. Okay, 20 points. That's a lot of slaves, yeah. or that's yeah. 10 slaves, or so that's uh, some extra rats, and it's like one-third of a weapon team, and stuff yeah. like that.
1: So it's kind of expensive.
0: Yeah, it's, 20 points is, is... I think it's good, though. Yeah, I think it's, it can win you the game. Yeah. And, uh, and 20 points for the option of winning you the game. Yeah, just having I think the it's, right? yeah especially when you're running a level 4. Uh, then, uh, as in my hero choices, I'm running a, an apprentice, a Magister, which, who is level 2 uh, on Ruin he's running the eye of the storm and uh, he knows an extra spell. Um, I I like the shadow and ruin setup because that's make sure that you always has that you always have uh, at least two combat buffs to, to pick from either you get your minus toughness on your opponent from the shadow or you get mind racer and you of course have uh, you have a shadow miasma good for combat as well.
1: Yeah, the minor strength is also really nice. Yeah. With the silver Elves, um, if, if the enemy is minor strength, then it's harder to wound you, which again, it, It's not as important it, as increases the
0: survivability. It's not as important as a scaling player, because like, okay, then he'll kill less of your slaves. <laughs> kill less two or three, or three more slaves. It's okay. It's, <laughs> not the, it's not the biggest problem. The problem I have is that I'm not doing damage. Yeah. And it's really important to get the, the combat buffs. And the games where I didn't get uh, Mind Racer, I had the option of going for uh, for the plus one two wound and uh, lethal strikes from the ruin mm-hmm. so i like how the two uh the two it lists yeah each other, right? exactly and i think ruin is a it's a very nice utility law uh, but it's just not getting any love right now that's why i was trying to, trying it out i think that um just the, the signature spell is really good stream five magic missile yeah blow yeah and your 20 points you get the hellbird upgrade for the guy who has it and he gets plus two yeah. I think that's really strong as well just making sure that you destroy your opponent's chaff units instantly uh, as my BSB I just had a guy uh, with a banner uh, it, it was a storm banner the yeah, storm the banners. lightning yes what you what's you call them? the lightning rod <laughs> um yeah he's just there he's sitting in the he's sitting in the big bunker with my uh, with my may with my level four. Then, of course, I have to play pendulum. I was of running, it, of course. Like this guy is just—you don't have anything else in the army that can do the same thing—and mm-hmm. and he's just doing it really well. Uh, one of the best combat characters in the game. Yeah, sure. Uh, he's more he, the unit as well. It's just really fantastic unit. It's... Yeah, I think uh, I, I'm actually thinking about running the unit as a, a 15-man unit because they're kind of a. They're kind of holding the character back okay uh, because uh if the unit isn't there he's a chariot so he gains swift stride okay um and he can't march even though he's in the unit yeah. like uh, because yeah he's only he's only moving the the 10 inch anyways so i think it's important to get the swift stride so i've been thinking about running him in uh, just a 15-man unit uh, just to kind of bait my opponent to to kill the unit okay. uh, and uh, and and let him have free roam <laughs> um but uh, but then he loses uh, leadership and he's only a leadership six uh, stop on that. There's pros and cons, but okay. uh, anyways. Uh, and he's of course running uh, the the armlet of power and uh, and uh, sort of the swarm setup. So he has potentially he has uh, seven strength eight attacks. Wow! Okay, uh, and the
1: armlet that gives you strength bonus. Yeah, it's a bounce spell. Power one. level okay. three, and then the the swarm gives you plus one attack for every rank,
0: right? No, it just gives me plus three attacks if I have more ranks than my opponent. Okay. Um, so I think it's a very nice setup. Um, I I see two setups with them right now, with this character. One is the 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 blade of the swarm and uh, and um, the plus uh, strength thing, and the other one is a tanky setup. Where where he has the two plus armor save uh, from the plate armor, um, from uh, what it called? It's called the uh, the toxic plate armor. I don't remember the name of it right now. <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway. Nice. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, so either he either he's running a tanky setup with a with a two plus armor save, and that that gives your opponent a, a toxic attack every time you do an armor save, yeah. or you run the the damage output setup. Um, but my experience is that with your opponent, most of the times, he will just dispel the, the the armlet of power. Uh, this was, of course, hidden list, so I was, I was kind of hoping, yeah, hoping to, to sneak it in there. Did, did it ever work? Yeah, I got it off a couple of times, but never in any like game-winning situations. Okay. Um, but I think it's, a, it's still a nice build. Uh, for my core, I'm uh, running uh, 10 giant rats. Uh, I'm running uh, 26 plague brotherhood. I think that's a little bit low number. Um, did it matter? At some points, I think I lost some attacks that uh, even if perhaps if 28 or 30 guys, I think is the the prime number the sweet spot. Yeah, because then you're you're not paying for something that you're not using and stuff like that. Uh, and of course, they are plague ridden upgrades, so your opponent will get the minus one on the weapon skill. It's really annoying when you <laughs> when you're elves. <laughs> yeah, uh, or if you're fledgling for instance, then you go down to uh, then you down to do weapon skill two. Then um, of course I'm running uh, two units of uh, of at Arms, one with the one as a bunker with the the plus one the uh, standard of discipline, um, both of them having a full command crew, so that so that, that scoring right. Yeah, so it brings me to three scoring units with the Plague Pendulum and uh, uh, with the Plague Brotherhood unit and the two uh, at Arms units, uh, both on. Uh, the one red arm unit is on twenty four, and the other one is on twenty five uh, models. And Then I'm lastly, I'm running a block of slaves, so I'm running a four block setup uh, with the with the two red arms units on the flanks. Then uh, the tar pit from the slaves in in the center beside the the peg pendulum unit to kind of make sure that the peg pendulum doesn't get uh, outflanked, because you lose so much damage output if your yeah. if your pendulum is getting outflanked. So uh, so that's how I, I my, uh, that's how I built my. That's how I built my Uh For special, I'm running uh, nine Gutter Runners because they're just really good. Of course, with the. Uh, <laughs> of course, with the uh, poison and uh, the. unit in the Book. Yeah, I opinion. think they're real. Yeah, both pros and cons. Help, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm running six Chess I'm running two giant uh, two uh, Red Worms, and then I'm running three weapon teams. And this is where uh, my list gets a little bit weird. I'm running two. Uh, Meat grinder weapon teams and one apple thrower and the meat grinders go in the
1: ratted arms right? The,
0: yeah the meat grind, uh, the meat grinders goes into the ratted arms giving me making sure that I fill up my front rank, so yeah. I have my command crew that's three three guys and the and then the weapon team that's another two guys in the front rank making me making me able to push back the the characters into the second rank, making it a more uh, safe army uh, and of course you can always. You can run the meat grinder on their own if you want they are still two plus armor can, saves can you
1: shoot the meat grinder if it's in a unit
0: no it's infantry okay so, that's
1: really good then
0: yeah but it has two plus four plus uh against uh against shooting so it's kind of hard to shoot anyways okay. um and another thing uh, i was using it for i was using it as a as a re uh, <laughs> or pop-up units yeah, exactly and so what i usually did was running the the center of my army the the plague monks and the slaves pushing them up, having my two red arm units stay back up a, a little bit to counter charge with the with the meat grinders yeah. into whatever opponents I was I was hitting. <laughs> um and it actually work the like one two with... punch. Yeah, exactly. So so you start by running in a unit of slaves. Uh you just chaff him up and when he goes, Okay, I can't fucking do something about these slaves, you have the two uh, meat grinders on the flanks of the slaves. Uh, so you do like 46 impact hits with strength 4, armor-piercing <laughs> <pierce>, armor <laughs> 1, sure. like the most elf armies and like the most that, that stuff That ruins that's... your day, that ruins your day so badly. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, if, and, and especially because you're getting your meat grinders pushed to the side of your opponent's unit. Yeah. So most Not of the time... Yeah, either. exactly. So, uh, so. And is 2% safe right in combat or...? Yeah, 2 plus armor saving close combat. Yeah, so uh, there's not, you don't, you're not really losing anything by getting the meat round, right, isn't Yeah, so, so usually you'll get 2 rounds of combat with it. So that's each of them doing 4 strength, uh, 4 d6 strength, 4 armor piercing, 1 attacks on your opponent. That's that's that's, nice. that's pretty strong, and especially when you have uh, uh, mind uh, the shadow miasma to reduce your opponent's initiative to make sure that you get your initiative 4 grind attacks off. Yeah. That's just really strong. That's really nice. And they're combining well with my rear choice as well, which of course is two Thunderhooks. <laughs> uh, so I have the option of doing 66 D- six impact hits. Yeah, they have the, strength s- four the same armor one, piercing. right? Yeah. And that's just, that can just really ruin your day <laughs> uh, when your opponent runs in and do 21, uh, Strength 4, Armour Piercing 1, uh, <laughs> at initiative 10. That can do a lot of damage. Uh, and of course I have, I'm bringing two Dreadmills as well. And uh, play catapult. How,
1: how are you feeling about the Dremlers right now? Because I know we've had a couple of games recently where they're just blown up. Yeah. But then when you're playing against them, they're just really, really strong. Like the the shooting attack, you can do it in combat. It does D three wounds. It's it's really good. Like, yeah. how, what's your opinion overall on them? I mean, they're only 140 points, so they're not that expensive. I think you need them to help with your flanks because of just being vermin swarm is hard. But like, how how do you feel in
0: general about them? I feel like they're. I think they're in an okay spot. i yeah. always. I always like the the treadmill or the doom wheel, as it was called back in the days, um, because they do decent amount of damage to single characters. But like the most stuff they meet on the flanks. Your opponent knows not to bring their dragon uh, closest to your treadmills, so your opponent has options of playing around it. Yeah. So that's why I like it. It's not like an auto win. Button. it's not like a, a a cannon that can just sit on the back line and just kill your opponent's dragon on on long range. No, well, you have but, that as well. Yeah, you have, you have, you that, have that, that cannon as well. As well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Unless you're Fence too. Uh, so you have so you have to commit your dreadmill into into uh, the danger zone. Uh danger, uh, danger, danger zone. zone. So you have to commit it in and, and your opponent has the option of playing around it. So I think it's actually I think it's I think it's fair and I think it's okay. Yeah. And, but I also think it's something that the Vermin Swarm needs yeah. to to make sure that your flank's gonna hold. Yeah. Because, I, I, uh, I think it's fine.
1: Um because obviously you, you did really well in the tournament and you brought two. Um
0: I think there was another scaven list. At least I played a scaven list with two dreadnoughts as well. Yeah. So there must be a viable option. Yeah. I think there I think a lot of people bring double dreadmill I think the most common list right now is the shooty list with a, yeah. something like double dreadmill double cannon yeah that's what I face in yeah. game three and it's just really good when you're playing against a meter that's based around uh, single characters, characters yeah. uh, chariot characters uh, dragons uh, monster characters and stuff I think there's a lot of that right now yeah. uh, which gives vermin form a big advantage because you, we can single in focus on only getting multiple wounds uh, in there in our shooting, and then, then, then we get like the trick for all, everything that we meet because there's not a the big deviation in, yeah. in what you're meeting right in, now. In most armies, apart from mine, yeah. there is a big multiple wound model that yeah. can be targeted out. And your last rare choice? Uh, I just have the double dreadmills, the vermin, uh, uh, the thunderhawks, and uh, the catapult. Um, we had some discussion about the catapult. Uh, I think it's really, really good. And some think it's really good, some think it's really bad. I just gotta say. <laughs> here killed, we go here we go. I killed comfy. I get I killed fifteen uh, toughness three models with one hit. Uh <laughs> what it, models were they? I was just, it was just uh, I actually did it twice. Uh, I did it against <laughs> did, a, twice. Uh, I did, I did it against the helper unit. Uh so just help it. yes. Like taking off uh, three ranks of a, hell of a deer ju- unit. Not bad. Yeah, that's that's really good. Uh, and I did it again. Uh, I did it against uh, a mage bunker um, with uh, with goblins. So so <laughs> I forced him into another ma- to one of his other goblin <laughs> Just units. Other goblins getting yeah. Yeah. pulverized by toxic attacks. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Right? <laughs> and then he then he was forced to go into his other block, and then my My gutter runners came onto the table and charged that uh, mage bunker the next turn, so he was like moving back and forth between mage bunkers and he didn't know what to do because, yeah, my artillery was doing work. I think that that artillery piece has done huge uh, work this game, this tournament. I don't think it's overpowered in any ways, it's really strong with Shadow. It's a really good like counter you'd, you'd to my g- army. Yeah, and you give your opponent minus one uh, toughness with Shadow, yeah. and then you bomb him with the uh, swing three hits, and so no I save allowed. I remember you trying to do that against me in the practice game. Yeah, and I was, yeah. I was having none of it. Yeah. I was like, Dispel Scroll, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, so, <laughs> and that, I think that's really important. That was actually one of the reasons why I brought it, because it gives me the option of taking out my opponent's Dispel Scroll before we get into close combat. Yeah. Uh, opening up for all the option of uh, casting... Uh, uh, mind raiser uh, yeah because usually your opponent will just save a scroll and then mind raiser uh, scroll your first mind you get through yeah uh, I, I had exactly the same um, experience with shadow mm. i was throwing the toughness
1: debuff down and it was just like scroll yep. and then and then when it came around to combat i could cast a mind or a toughness or a might Asma yep. and then i would get it through
0: because the scroll was gone But you need the shooting to to threaten the the toughness, toughness, because or else your opponent will just uh, wait and then in his own turn just take it off with uh, with his own power dice. Of course, it's always nice to kind of limit your opponent's uh, magic phase by like occupying three or four power dice or something like that. But it's just you're not getting any damage out of your own power dice. Yeah. I was actually, there was actually there's actually one game that I played in the tournament where I threw a toughness spell, mm. and
1: the I I actually wanted him to use a scroll, mm. and that was the only reason I threw the spell. I didn't actually at that point I didn't need it. I wasn't going to target the unit anyway, but I just thought that if I throw the spell down, he's going to use a scroll because he thinks he's going I'm going to target him, and I I kind of played that I needed to, him to use a scroll now so that I could get the
0: buff that I wanted to the next turn yeah. in the combat. So that's that's why i think it's shadow that's even again one of the reasons why i think shadow is a really strong law right now yeah. and i'm really happy that skaven uh, that vermin swarm got the option of of picking it because it's something that the vermin swarm have been needing back when it was skaven they yeah. needed the utility law uh, and especially to synergize with some of your shooting stuff yeah and i th- really think it's a nice law uh and I'm running. I think it's mandatory. I'm, I'm running it all the time. Man. <laughs>
1: but before before we go into the games, we're going to take a quick break in a second. But um, I, you had ruin, mm. but I had I had no magic missiles. Mm. Um, did you feel that you with shadow on your level four? Did you feel you were a bit limited by not being able to reach out
0: and damage your opponent with your magic? That was why I was running the ring of fire on my level four okay. because I wanted to have two magic missiles uh, to always be able to to deal with your opponent's chaff yeah. and especially the the ruin magic missile which is a uh, which is lightning attacks it's just so strong at killing off birds and all that yeah. uh, those uh, really fast uh, chaff units and then a, a ruby ring uh, well a ring of fire yeah. i think that's that's mandatory if you're running if you're running shadow magic because she need the extra damage from your yeah. from your magic you need oh, to be able to damage your opponent somehow.
1: yeah I, I was thinking about the same instead of the bow whisking yeah. i was going to put the root the ring of fire, ring of fire on uh, my on my other level two wizards yeah. um but i i didn't go with it in the end and I, and i think it was the right decision because mm. for me the poison shots are better mm. and more reliable and deal with things better like the things that i'm struggling to deal with with the silver elves mm. But my army was kind of like trying to play around what i the magic and the setup was what can
0: what can't they deal with mm. and i'm going to address that in the magic phase yeah and that's exactly the same thinking i have I applied i needed the vermin i had i like had the Berman hulks to deal with my opponent's chaff because with the rattling gun you can deal with a lot of shit. and then i and then i had the two magic missiles mm-hmm. Uh, because I really don't want to commit the uh, Jazz into shooting uh, fast cavalry. Because sometimes you have to. But uh, especially if you, if your opponent is running like 3 three plus armor save uh, cavalry stuff like that. But usually you would like to hit your opponent's uh, single characters with your Jazz yes. Um So you kind of have to have something else to take care of the chaff. Okay. So that was why I was running the Vermin hulks with the Rattling Gun and the two Magic Missiles too kind of clear everything away that was in front of my Pay unit. Yeah, and that makes complete sense. Yeah,
1: Okay, uh, we're going to take a quick break now, and then we're going to come back after. I think we might actually split the podcast into two. Mm-hmm. So this will be part one, and then part two will be a separate podcast, so it's a be easy to listen to. And then we'll, in part two, we're going to talk about our games. Yeah. We are the